0: back to another episode of three dads and a minivan we appreciate you guys once again all 12 of you for checking in on this week's episode i am one of your hosts greg of course joined by the always hungry ed and of course the Evervescent kev why don't act like you're not hungry why do i gotta be the hungry one i mean everybody gets okay stop are there snacks behind you right now on the desk or are those toys there are not There's no snacks at all anywhere near you. No
1: snacks anywhere (laughs) towards me.
0: All right. Well, listen, we have to recap. Stop. We got to recap last week's episode, because when we ended the episode, we said this week we will specifically start the episode with Kevin's two favorite stories of all time about Ed. So without further ado, we're going to pick it right back up where we left off last week with Kev's. Was it two stories, Kev? I felt like there was two. I got two. Okay, well, let's start with the first one that I'm had worried. to do with, it had to do with a remote, I believe somewhere in St. Pete. Okay,
2: so you want to go with the remote one first? Yes,
0: start with the remote one first.
2: With uh, When we were circling another station like sharks.
0: I remember doing that too uh, with, against FLZ on Clearwater Beach on uh, Gulf to Bay Boulevard when we were heading to the beach and we were rolling three deep in the Jeep and the van and we kind of we we kind of encapsulated them in a diamond formation and like they were freaked out like I remember doing that but I'm sure your stories with Ed are a little bit more entertaining and, so.
1: and before Kev tells the stories just so you know everybody out there is listening that Kevin forgot how to use a microphone apparently yeah so if he sounds like he said, crap he sounds like he's Kev. on his son's like toy telephone <laughs> talking to us today <laughs> why don't you give me a second to
0: fix it there's no time there's no time to fix it because we have a free Zoom go.
1: account, because we don't have enough people to pay for our paid Zoom account, so we only get the forty minutes. <laughs> That's
2: it, okay, so yeah. Good. So let's, let's wait. Go you with sound good. Audio
1: instead. All right, hey, you sounded good there.
0: Shut up, kid. Just let him go, Ed. All right.
2: So we'll, we'll start with the we'll start with the remote then. Greg, since how you said remote first. Yes. So we'll, we'll go with the remote. Um, we were at a remote, and I believe it was. Uh, well, I guess the location doesn't really matter, but we were. Uh, we were. It was towards the end of the remote, and as we were kind of wrapping up and 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 packing up, breaking down everything the you know the the everything that we needed to do the tent, table, prizes, all that kind of stuff. Ed goes, "Hey man, uh, give me a couple minutes. I gotta go drop a deuce." So I'm like, "Yeah man, no problem. I got
0: you." Typical Ed. So uh, <laughs>
2: you know, I'm I'm. He goes in there, takes care of business. Um, you know, I start packing everything up next thing you know i've packed everything up and we used to greg you remember the uh the promo phones yes so uh, th- this was the this was a time that I, I don't think we all were walking around with phones sprint so pcs out all, what's that yeah sprint, sprint PCS, pcs out yeah sprint we, we used to yeah, say all, that on the phone we all had um,
0: um, promo phones that were property phones. of the station. So that when so we were out and
2: about, kind of, you would have to sign out the promo phone. Yep. When you were when you were going out, and anyways, I happened to have one, and Ed basically, like I think, sent me a text or something. It was like an SOS,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'm thinking, what's the problem? And so he finally. Comes out after, dude, he was gone for 45 minutes. Okay. And he finally comes out, and I go, What's the problem? Uh, remember, goes, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it just hit you? <laughs> keep going, Ed. Keep going. I mean, Kev, keep going. And he was like, Oh, man. Like, you know how Ed when yes, he does like that? He's oh, flustered. Man, yeah. You know, he's setting it up, and it's it's going to be something special. And he, <laughs> he goes, Dude. I went to finish up and there was no toilet paper. Okay. So now granted, this isn't, this isn't a public bathroom, right? <laughs> like, this is the bathroom at the business. Okay. That we had just done the remote
0: for. Okay.
2: So you're not going to be in the bathroom. Like, Hey, right. I need some
0: TP. No doubt. You know?
2: He's just in there and he goes, man. I didn't have any toilet paper and i go well, what did you do and he goes well i sat there for a while and i, I came up with a couple different plans and, <laughs> so what i did is i started digging through the garbage no to find something i could use when <laughs> i go what <laughs> i go who thinks to do that i go because that's a very simple thing take off your socks you yes your socks you know socks
0: like, throw them out don't you you, you don't you need wipe and socks.
2: throw you 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 know put your shoes back on you go home basically with no right. socks on. okay that's not what ed did no he doubt dug through the garbage can to find like used paper towels <laughs> used, like toilet paper people i guess had you know, blew their nose with or something.
1: Can oh <laughs> I give you a first-hand account though? Listen, I, now that you're telling me this story, I do remember this like it was yesterday. That was the worst experience ever because I was looking all over the goddamn place. Like they were out of, they were out of napkins. They were out of, just napkins um, paper towels napkins the there, there was nothing women's. there was an ounce of paper in that bathroom the only paper in that bathroom was in the wastebasket that was like two feet from me so i'm like well what's the worst that can happen <laughs> you know like i get a runny nose out of my ass i mean like i don't know <laughs>
2: I, that, that sounds pretty bad <laughs> so you know he, he just keeps going like oh i found all this stuff and i go dude, you really didn't think to use like your socks or like your boxers or, I mean, you go, you know, you, you free ball at home. Right. Like, there's so many different options than digging through the garbage of some random bathroom to find something to wipe your ass with. Wow.
0: So Ed, I mean, was there do enough? Do? was there do enough do? used paper products in the in the garbage disposal to or garbage bin to be able to to clean yourself? Enough.
1: It was enough. <laughs> no, nah, I'm saying he still drove home with mud. butt. oh, I did, I did. I, I, you know that that was so disgusting and nasty. And Hazel was like, I don't even think I want to talk to you ever again. Like, she Kim, was like, time out, <laughs> time out.
0: Yeah, there was not. There was nothing in the van. You could have, you know, threw him a bone and said, "Hey, man, go back in there,
2: clean up." Thing like he didn't explain to me what the problem was. (laughs) Like I could have probably found napkins. In the in the in the promo vehicle, I could have gone into the building and said, "Hey, listen, here we got a situation." Um, you know, I could have done. Can you something. imagine that call?
0: Imagine that conversation. You had to go up to the remote person that hired us and said, "Excuse me, we we, we have a situation. <laughs> um, our our promo person's in your restroom, and there's no paper products, and he's freaking out." Was <laughs> it like a rent? It was like a rental wheel
1: or something in Bradenton, right? It was down yeah. south. I remember that.
0: Oh, I don't know the actual business, but
2: I can tell you this. It wasn't the, the cleanest. So apparently. you add that into uh,
0: what he did. Did he waddle out the door? even
2: nastier.
0: I could see Ed wall- waddling out the door because he's got his legs trying to stay, his, you know, because he's got mud. But I can see him just like waddling uh, out. Like, uh, we got a problem. That was, hor-
1: that was a horrible experience. <laughs> I got news for you. Dude, so
2: anyways, the whole drive, I'm dying. I'm just <laughs> thinking, like, bro, there's so many different options. There wasn't, though. You
1: thought, because you, you're playing Monday morning quarterback. When you're in that situation, though, you don't have time. You're on the fly. And I was sitting there. I couldn't get up. I'm like, I don't know what to use. I didn't even think of socks. And I didn't think of my boxers. And what am I going to do? If I did use a sock, what am I going to do? Use a sock one time? You know, we were little anklet socks. That's Ed, not like I had Ed,
0: you put the sock on your hand. And then you get in there, you clean up, you pull the sock off, and you dispose of it. It's not rocket science, dude.
1: You I couldn't figure out. Got I couldn't figure
0: wipes. out. What, what dude, it's not that hard, Ed. Use some common sense. Well, when we're dealing with Ed, so but that's what I'm saying. You
2: could have gotten two wipes per sock, right? So there's four there, and then worst worst case, then you use your boxers. You got a couple more wipes there. You're clean. You're free balling and sockless, but you're going home through some booger wipe. Uh, you know TP. Anyways, that's one of the greatest Ed stories. Oh, God. Because we always say, people that have been with us for, for, for a long time now, we always say there's certain things that happen to Ed that don't yeah. happen to anyone else. <laughs> sure. and that's one of them. Facts.
0: <laughs> Second so, story.
2: So oh, my God. other favorite Ed story is we were just cruising around like we normally did. And I don't know if we caught wind of where FLZ was at the time, or if we just happened to be driving and then we spotted them. And so it was one of those two scenarios. Anyways, we ended up where they were and we decided, uh, because we were probably about three vehicles deep at the time. And I believe Ed wasn't even working technically this shift. Um, but we decided we're going to go over there and we're going to mess with them. Now, for the people that don't understand radio, uh, the friendships between people at other stations now were not that way during these times. Like you, it was the enemy. You did not associate with them. You weren't cool with them. You didn't get along with them. It wasn't this like, oh, we're, Hey, we're all in radio brotherhood the way it is now. Right. It was, there. that's your enemy, you attack. And yeah. so we saw them and we rolled up on them. I think they might have had one vehicle. We had three. We just started circling them. Nice. Like they were prey and we <laughs> were the sharks. And we just didn't say anything, just started circling them. So you got to understand, we roll up like that to everybody there. We own you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's more of kind of like mental warfare at that sure. point. Sure. And we just were circling, circling, circling to where they got to the point where they were getting pissed off. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, I had called Ed and I was just explaining to Ed what was, what was happening. And Ed goes, I'm actually not that far. I'm going to be there in a little bit. So Ed. I don't remember this. <laughs> well, Ed decided, uh, I guess, to. Uh, and, 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 and he rolls up, right? And we had donuts in our vehicle for some okay. reason. And Ed went over and in our vehicle grabs a jelly donut. Mm-hmm. And Ed goes, watch this. Oh, boy. <laughs> so Ed rolls up to their vehicle, driver in the vehicle, and ed is doing what ed does and he's just like he's got food in his um in his mouth now again granted ed wasn't working so ed didn't have a a a station t-shirt on sure he was in street clothes so he acted like he was a a fan of flz Okay. So he's going up and like asking shirts and saying he loves the station and all this. In the meantime, he's mouth full of jelly donut. <laughs> and he's spitting on the guy on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so like particles of jelly donuts are just peppering this dude <laughs> as he's saying, oh yeah, you know, big mama is so cute i love this station and he's just spinning on the guy the whole time
0: that's awesome
2: oh it was i can
0: see it i can totally see it like he's got he's got powdered stuff all over his face and like he's just...
2: down is just all down like his shirt and he's just, just wearing the jelly donut oh and man as he's telling them he's uh, a huge fan. The poor, he,
1: the poor dude making
0: $7 an hour, just <laughs> taking this in the face. That's awesome, dude. Well, that's we a all all solid plan. Bucks an hour. Right, right, I know,
1: but I'm saying, could you imagine, like, he's just sitting there, I was just spit, oh my god, what is wrong with me?
0: It, yeah, that was, was, that's who it, you were,
1: dude. Yeah. Let's go it, back it was and was look at all the memory.
2: F- it was, it was really, it, that's I don't even remember did, that. And we owned him.
0: I don't remember that. I really don't I remember I remember going to the beach like I said and and uh we saw one of their vehicles as we were heading to the beach and we had the van we had the three jeeps and we pulled up to a uh intersection somewhere near Gulf to Bay and Belcher and the van was in front of the FLZ vehicle and then we literally cornered all both sides and behind them so we were literally in a diamond formation and they could not move and so we were literally just like putting along like stopping traffic like there was nothing they could do they were screaming at us get out of our way and we're like nope we're just gonna sit here and make a scene and like that's again that was just a radio battle at the time it was just a different time it was uh you know it was it was fun i mean let's be real we were in our early 20s uh, you know, without a care in the world, like every day we just showed up, grabbed keys, hopped in the jeep, gave away t-shirts all day and free stuff, and just we took over the streets and that's what that that's what won that station uh in Tampa Bay was the the fact that the you know n- we don't give an F attitude and we're gonna come at you hard. and that's why we were known as Tampa Bay's party stations because we literally took the party to the streets and and took the streets over. and when you had characters like Ed, and Stifler and Bustin' Nuts and Third Leg Greg and you know it's just it was a cast of characters that were real and I think people absolutely loved it. They still love it to this day. And hearing the crazy stories that we have that they never heard about and you know how things really went down. I think that's what kind of presents the mystique of of what the radio game was back then because it's not anything like that anymore.
1: Yeah, just from my light knowledge, and, and I say light knowledge because I, I I don't know how every station started. I don't know every market. I don't know the history of radio going back to the 1920s and all that. I I don't know. But I could just I can tell you this from being involved and being in a major market and seeing major stations in this market already. I, I still think to this day that there's not too many radio stations that the promotional team was just as an integral part. And this is not to take away from the on-air staff, because we had some really talented people on air, obviously, like Orlando and Scant and uh, and Big Mama Fly and, and, yeah. and Flying and Brian. Gordy. Yeah. You know, Gordy. <laughs> I mean, we, we had a very talented on-air staff. But I think that that promotional street team time, especially in that that early stages of, of the radio station where it first came on, was just as integral in the station becoming what it is today than than anything else and and getting the word out and Blastering in people's faces and stuff like we really did have that mindset, and I don't know too many radio stations that have launched like that. I mean, kudos to Page and and Jerry Clifton. Obviously, you know those are some people that are really, really behind the scenes. That people are like, I don't know who that is. I never heard of them on the radio. (laughs) Those are like just just behind the scenes people, consultants. But those are the ones that that really got the station off the ground and 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 launched it the way it did in the creative manner. You know that we that we did it. So it definitely made an impact, man. To both of your points um
2: like you 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 said how important the street team was how important the on-air staff was the the people behind the scenes like and, and if, I think if you equate that to like a, a a sports franchise you know from the from the front office to the guys on the field it was everybody like every piece connected sure. Fit perfectly at that time uh, in the market for the genre of music. Mm -hmm. For everything, it fit perfectly to essentially make a dynasty because you had so many different personalities, but it all blended so well. And um, you know, and like you said, it was the it was the perfect storm yeah time. and which is why you know people who have been here and lived through it still can go back to oh man i remember when Stick i was stops. here yeah and i mean i i still hear it when i'm out doing a remote and and you get a you get somebody that's been riding with the station as long and and they always they all have their own little i remember where i was when this happened well you know
1: what's cool for me this is actually i just had this experience actually just this past sunday so this past sunday let me just tell you guys what happened real quick so obviously everybody knows that i have my own events company we do weddings private parties i'm doing my like call with this bride for this past sunday and i'm going through all the details with her her first dance her name of her parents all that good stuff right we're getting ready to wrap up the call and at the end she goes um by the way, I just want to tell you, I'm so excited that you're doing my wedding. And I said, oh, okay, cool. You know, now I, I use the special ed moniker, but I don't use it for my my company, really. It'll, it'll be on like some promotional items and things like that. But people sure. don't know they're getting special ed from Wild when they hire me out. They think they're just getting our company. And she goes, "I I, I used to listen to you on the radio religiously. She goes, when I found out that sh- who you were and you were my DJ, she goes, I've been freaking out ever since. I am so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, like, I thought that was really cool to hear. And then to take it a step further, we get there that day. And one of the girls in her bridal party, I used to go to high school with and she's like, there's another girl in her bridal party. I swear to God, I think she's going to ask you for your autograph. She's like, she is freaking out. <laughs> and, and, you know, so it's it's funny when you hear that. Like, I don't think nothing of it. You know what I mean? And then I talked to the girl and she was real cool, real nice obviously both of them are really really nice people. Um but the one girl was like, I remember when you came to my elementary school and I was like, "Oh my god, now you're making me feel old."
0: <laughs> Bro.
1: So, but it's it's cool. I've to had things I, like that that people remember stuff like that, you know? It really Do you does. remember?
0: Do you remember when well, Kev definitely remembers. I don't know if Ed remembers cuz I don't think Ed was with us, but do you remember um we took multiple years, we took kids back to school on the first day in the limo. Yep. Okay. So one of those those kids that we took back to school on the first day of school in a limo now is married, has kids who are like teens, by the way, saw her at a, an event. I don't know if it was a lightning game or she was at an event and she came up to me and she goes, I know you don't know, remember who I am, but you took me and my friends back to school in the wild (laughs) back to school limo when we were in high school. And I was like, and she was at like the game with her kids. And I'm looking, I'm like, First of all, thank you for making me feel old as fuck right now. But <laughs> second of all, the fact that you remembered me, you came up to me and said, I took you and your friends back to school in a limo and how cool it was. And you think we were the coolest kids in school that day. And like again, like you just those were just things that were part of our job. And we there's a million of those memories and things that we've done. But like you said, those people hold on to those things and they've held on to those things. And now they're grown and they have their own families and kids. And so we created memories to last a lifetime for a lot of people in this market. And it's pretty cool, again, that we've had that opportunity uh, to do so. In fact, Kev, you know, you're still you're still doing it, um, which is pretty remarkable to say the least. But yeah, man, I think we were just here in Tampa at a time that, uh, you know, it was the perfect storm at the right time and we had the right people and, you know, we've all made our own impact in the market, however we have. But it all started from there. I mean, going right from USF to, to Wild, I mean... I don't know if you guys remember this is probably before your time, Kev, before you joined us, but Ed might remember it. Um, my graduation from USF at the Sundome, the station was there. Uh, Flying Brian was there. Scant man was there. Orlando was there. Um, and they were up in the rafters. And on my cap, I, cut up a wild sticker and had wild 98.7 on my get ga- on my cap or my gown or whatever. So that I was visible also from the top of the top of the Sundome, And you know how they tell you at those, cer- uh, those ceremonies, please refrain from clapping or cheering, you know, yeah. to get through every, okay. As soon as they said, Greg Wolf, they had air horns and whatnot up in the stem. <laughs> it was awesome. So I literally walked out of USF and already had my foot in the door at wild and uh, the rest is history. So, I mean, it's, it's uh, a kudos and a Testament though, to the test of time and the memories that have lasted
1: on a side note, completely different side note. I don't appreciate that. There are eyes on me everywhere. I go. <clears throat> Kev sending me <laughs> pictures. So I had to go, you don't what? know the story. This, no, is, this is past Friday. So we're doing, we're doing a lot of things with the schools now. And um, I had to do this fundraiser thing at the school. And, and I just had like the, I had like, Speaking of perfect storms, like the perfect storm of we all know with electronics, I mean, even right now, Kev was trying to get on and we do this every week and all of a sudden we just have a problem. You just never know with electronics and you do give yourself plenty of time when you're setting stuff up. But I had a perfect storm and like my projector wasn't working, my mic for some reason, my wireless mic was messed up, like everything. And I forgot to wear an undershirt. (laughs) let oh to speak no. to these kids. Here we go. So I have my polo on and I'm sw- I'm just I sweating below. I got everything up and running, but there was like with 10 minutes to spare. So it was like kind of like literally like the wipe in the brow, like whew, you know. Yeah. And then these kids come in. So I'm doing the presentation or whatever. And then I get a text like right after the presentation's over, and Kev goes, Hey, you think maybe next time when you're speaking in front of the kids, you want to put an undershirt on? <laughs> Dude, all nice like those on my chest like in a polo like i was wearing a light gray polo all just use like this
0: sweat marks oh well first of all kev how did you find what so how did you spot bed
2: well so he happened to be doing the presentation at a school where we are friends with somebody who's a teacher there
0: uh, and so
2: she sent um my wife a picture and was like hey is this special Ed? <laughs> and so my wife comes in and says, "Is Ed at um, you know this school?" And and I go, "Well, that's Ed. I don't know where he's at, but that's Ed. And he should probably be wearing an undershirt."
0: <laughs> wet everywhere. You're gross, Ed.
2: Yeah. So I took a picture <laughs> and sent it to him. Like, dude, next time you do a school presentation, wear an undershirt. A typical it, Ed fashion. It, it goes back to the impact of of people that have lived in the tampa bay area for you know since their childhood or whatever that haven't moved away and that they've been here and they've been a part of in some way shape or form been a part of what uh wild was and the three of us are part of that and uh the impact still continues to this day for those people who were really really like You know, huge fans of the station, Um, you know, so when she sent it, I thought it was just funny.
0: I mean, like I said, they've all grown up now because, again, if they were in their 20s, uh, you know, like us, I mean, let's go back. That station launched in 98. Okay, really took flight in 99. And I would say that the golden years of wild were from 99 to probably 2000. Nine, 2010. I think that that decade of wild was the pinnacle, right? So, a lot of those kids and people that grew up with us were, you know, in their 20s. How old do you think they are now? You know, they're in their 40s, they're, they're creeping up, you know, mid 40s. So, that was a huge part of their uh, development as an adult, sure. you know, yeah. teens that are now, you know, again, adult grown adults now, and even kids. I mean, let's look at the kids that were 10, 11, 12 years old. That are now in their mid 30s. So uh, it is a testament to to the station. It's a testament to what we've all done and the impact that we've had in this market. But, uh, you know, word to the wise, if you guys learned anything today, it is always have a backup pair of socks in the car. And uh, you never know when you're going to need to use your sock to wipe your butt uh, in a situation like Ed. So, and if you is see a me eat a jelly donut, stay away from me. Stay far <laughs> away. Stay far away when Ed's eating jelly donuts. Well, and listen. Always, have a backup a pair of socks.
1: Their phone a friend. And next week uh I have an experience story and it involves beer. Okay. So I want I want to share it with you and I want to see what your opinion is. I- it's actually going to be a topic because I want to see it's something that really happened to me but I want to see what you guys would have done in that situation. And We'll talk about all that All right,
0: next week, all right? Appreciate you boys and girls checking in with us once in a minivan. Follow us on YouTube, of course twitter we're on instagram we're on facebook you can find us just search for us three dads in a minivan click that follow subscribe like my phone's ringing it's craziness out here but we appreciate you guys checking in this week with three dads in a minivan peace three dads in a minivan